Our featured artist is no other than our very own Mr. Crown. Um, I am Badders, and um, we're about to launch into it. Mr. Crown, Hi. good to see you. <clears throat> Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. It's um, it's quite interesting that you are now on the uh, on the other side of mm. uh, of things. Yeah, it's a bit different on this way. <laughs> <laughs> I should explain to to those who might not know um, that Mr. Crown is our uh, web genius and uh, um, well, just one of the core twenty one ism um, peeps. And um, yeah, so we you kind of reached out to us. After after we launched the uh, the graphic novel twenty one ism graphic novel, I think didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's, that's right. I was just scrolling uh, on Twitter and the graphic novel was passing by, and I was like, "Oh, I really need want to ha- have some of that." So I clicked the link and want to buy some, and I I thought, "Hey, this website really looks like a scam <laughs> site or something. It's it's not a proper site, you know." So I reached out to you. And yeah. from one thing led to another. It's true, yeah. It's um, I, I mean, it's one of the many things that I love about this space. It's just that uh, it's such an open community and uh, such a collaborative community. And uh, these sort of things, they tend to uh, organically appear quite often. Um, yeah, most people in a Bitcoin community are really helpful and always fair if they don't want to help you they just say no i i don't want it or or it's okay it's brilliant and then of course after we started working together we discovered um i discovered that you're also a very talented artist which um i didn't know off the bat well, I mean, that's difficult to answer, isn't it? Because what are you meant to go? Yes, I am brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just uh, stating the facts that you are doing lots of very beautiful um, design, but also um, posters and and, and, and and sort of graphic art of various sorts. Yeah. It's, it's always in me, but I never had a really good... Um, what is an um, up uh, like a um, uh, schooling or upbringing? In, yeah. Uh, or, or, right. Education. I I don't have any education about uh, mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think um, I believe every person is an artist, but 
um, not everyone have the opportunity to develop it. Uh, we are all we are all too busy with other things like going to work. Eh? We go and jump in the car in the morning, go to work in the afternoon. We go back, uh, making some food, do some groceries, and in the, in the and after that, you want to lay down on the couch and maybe you have some kids walking around and who needs attention too. So I think people don't have the opportunity to do, develop it. And hmm. so, when did you start? When did you start developing it? Uh, then? Was it something you were interested in when you were growing up? When yeah, just doing on your own time? Or I have had my creative from a very young age, I think. But but it went with ups and downs. Sometimes I was a month drawing, um, playing with Photoshop, playing with Illustrator, and then for weeks and months I did nothing about it. And yep, later on I, I got it up again, and yeah, and so on and so on. So it seems to me that people might not know this about you, but you're also very technically adept. So, um, was that some? It sounds like that was always something that went hand in hand with your creativity. Uh, no, no, that was later on. Okay, it was later on. But um, I think I just have, have a little feeling to work with computers, and that's from a very young age. Or first computer in house was an old school two eighty six, I think, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, we always had a computer in house, and that's mainly because of my dad. Because, yeah, he was into the technical stuff like computers and new technology, and yeah, he passed that through to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my school, I did uh, economics because everything was on the computer and that's the easiest thing that I could do. And I already <laughs> know I, I wanted to join the army. So oop, I did that. So uh, let's, let's go there then. We haven't, we haven't spent a great deal of time talking about personal stuff. What was it in your early life that you think primed you for being open to bitcoin and then talk also a little bit about uh your experience in the army and if if any of the experiences you had there uh, pointed you or opened you up to uh, discovering bitcoin later on yeah i would tr- i would try to something about you that when i look back to my childhood i realize how good my life was my parents were pre- pretty easy going i could do almost everything i wanted so yeah, that was good for me. We were able to go on vacation to Portugal, uh, Canary Islands, so every year. And like I was 13 years old, I are already go on vacation without my parents to Loret de Mar, uh, you know, drinking and going to festivals. So, yeah. Independent spirit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, raised with any religion. It's what's more, treat everyone like uh, you want to be treated. And it doesn't matter uh, what religion someone has or what color someone has. We're just all humans. And if someone is a jerk, the person is a jerk and not all the things around it. So uh, I think that that's a good starting point. 
Mm-hmm. So basically, you were given quite a lot of independence, yeah. a lot of uh, freedom to make mistakes and make your own experiences yeah. and uh, and that sort of thing. My, my parents were all that uh, joking about, oh, when you're 18, we will kick you out of the house. And when I turned 18, I said to my parents, I'm going out of the house. So I was 18 and I went to live in Amsterdam with some friends. And yeah, it was a great time, of course. Um, <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah, good old days. So, 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 when did you when did you decide to go into the army, and, and when did you go into the army, and and, and how was that? Um, I think this was um, my grand my grandfather uh, who who lived uh, in the Second World War as a youngster, and. He was always busy with it. He has a big closet full of documentaries uh, with books, scale models, airplanes. Um, we're going to um, muse- museums and bunkers. So, yeah, I think that has uh, a big impact on me. That decided me to join the army. When, when I finished the elementary school, I to decide what I want to do next. Uh, when I think about it now, when you just finish your elementary school, you are way too young to make that de- decision. But I already had in mind that I want to join the army. So just like I said before, I, I did the easiest thing on school because I know uh, I will join the army. Uh, and I know this personally because my mom is, as you know, Dutch, uh, Dutch was also my first language. Um, the countries that were particularly affected by the Second World War, uh, Holland being one of them, right? Uh, I mean, I had two uncles who died in the resistance. Uh, my grandmother, when when she was alive, would tell me about times when they had to eat like nuts and roots that they dug out the ground because Tulpa. there was so much. Yeah, so much poverty and hunger and all of these sort of things. So I, too, grew up um, with a sort of fascination by proxy of everything that happened during the war. So, so I can I can totally picture how that would have influenced a young you. Yeah. I, th- and, uh, I think he, he, he has laid a foundation of what's become to me when I joined the army but just when I said when I uh, finished my elementary school I was still too young to join the army so I did a bridge year this was a, spe- a special year you get uh, almost 12 hours a week uh, sports um, some economics and yeah that's pretty much it and when I finished that, yeah, I was finally able to join the army and I was super motivated. And my mindset back then was, okay, I'm going to join the army but because people in other country, um, yeah, they don't have a, a life just as good as we have. And I want to give that to them. Um, and I think all... Uh, Almost all the soldiers and military here in Holland have the same thing about joining the army. They just want to help other people where it's needed. Um, 
Yeah, eventually I was sent out to Afghanistan for five months. Uh, on the one hand, it was a beautiful experience. The solidarity you create with your colleagues is yeah indescribable. And despite the country is being at the war for decades, it's it's just a beautiful country. I've never seen just a beautiful country as Afghanistan. The landscape is so spectacular with all the mountains and yeah, I really love that. The, the um, most yeah, I'm not quite sure what the word is, but when you look here in the night to the sky, you 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 just see some stars. And when you look at the sky in Afghanistan, you see the whole Milky Way, and it was just yeah, mind blowing was that. But at the same time, I also have bad experience about Afghanistan. I've lost two colleagues um, who drove uh, an ID, and they were just uh, sitting in a yeah, in, in a jeep. And I was driving about fifty meters behind it. So, um, yeah, that sucks a bit because yeah, I can imagine. Something that's going to stay with you. Um, both the beauty, the beauty and the darkness is going to stay with you for a long time. Yeah, it, it, it will always be there. Uh, there are moments that I, yeah, you you will never forget because of the explosion. There were four people on on the vehicle, and just one colleague he fell down right uh, next to my vehicle, and I saw him. Uh, moving a bit so i was like my sword like, come we need to help him we need to help him and yeah he stopped me no no there's maybe a second id so yeah it was so frustrating that i couldn't help him but yeah hmm. so it strikes me as um as there's <laughs> there's definitely a um a sort of thread here in your story so far of being motivated by 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 justice and fairness in some sort of way um do you do you think that that's part also of why you fell in love with with, with bitcoin is that for the same sort of reasons the the change that it can provide and the 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 ways in which it can improve the world do you think Oh yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it, like I say, I have also a poster about it. It's truth money. I know where it came from, and I know um, things can be changed, like fiat money we have now, and it's just fair, fair money. Mm-hmm. So, how did you um, how did you come across Bitcoin? What was what? I mean, did you have a few touches with first before you kind of really got involved, or were you all in from the beginning? Did you do the shitcoining thing? Oh yeah, what, yeah. What was, shitcoining, yeah. Um, ICOs. And my, my first experience with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies was from a colleague, and this was late. 2016, early 2017, just before Bitcoin made its enormous bull run. So now and then he asked me if I already bought something and he just keeps complaining and complaining. And at, at one point I decided, okay, I create, create an account at the broker 
and I brought some cryptocurrency. And I think my first cryptocurrency was NXT, not even Bitcoin. <laughs> Who? What? Uh, uh, NXT. Yeah. I'm not even sure what that is. No. I'm not <laughs> sure just... if it's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I caught on with it. And at one point, I had a portfolio about 15 different uh, cryptocurrencies. And then the bull run started, ICO shots from on the ground like mushrooms. And just everything what you bought um, went triples triple times your 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 money so i was like yeah what the, what the fuck is going on here but when you're looking back and goes to the charts then back then i only looked at the dollar value not at the bitcoin value mm-hmm. um, but when bitcoin hits its all-time high and when went back to uh, 3k this was for me when my bitcoin rabbit hole really started and i started really to dig into bitcoin from uh, what what is really what is bitcoin now really because it was all in the news and i've been bought cryptocurrency for a couple of months now but i never dig deep into it and on that moment i was Oh, I was. I made a transition from a no-coiner to a shit-coiner to a bitcoiner, and yeah, I I, oh, I just started reading uh, the Bitcoin standard, mm-hmm. and for me that was okay. Um, this changed my way of thinking. Not not really changed my way of thinking, but more a confirmation was already was inside of me, but never came out. Um, about money and economics and and so on. Because it's it's interesting to me, and I, uh, this is something I wanted to talk to you about even weeks ago. That um, quite often with, with with people that I know, I've, I've never um, been in the military myself. Um, I, in fact, I was. Um, I was deemed no good because of my. Uh, I have a particular physical um, deficiency. Whatever. Um, I, only, I I've only got one kidney. He's only got one kidney. Sounds like a football <laughs> song. Um, and um, baby, I was born that way. And uh, they didn't want me lying in a trench getting a <clears throat> some kind of urinal infection or whatever. Um, and and. Basically, I've never been in the army. To cut a long story short, um, it's not because. So basically, I have no spare kidney to sell during this bull run, which is really, really bad. No, so so it's always um, it fascinates me because because the people that I know that have been in the military are generally people that are sort of pro authority. They're used to respecting rank. Um, they are not in a habit of questioning orders, perhaps. Um, they're perhaps even quite trusting of government because they have been obviously deployed in, in situations where they had to trust um, those that put them there. Um, so that seems slightly incongruous with um, your uh, sort of 
story of starting to questioning the system, etc. Is this just does this go back to you being raised as an independent person? Uh or how does or is it your experiences and maybe having your trust broken, perhaps, uh, through your military experience, what are, is it that make you a, a, a contrarian? Uh, yeah, the, I think the main thing is um, just like like I told you before, when I was working in the detention center uh, after I uh, left the army. Uh, uh, this was before before we started recording. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I met I met a colleague there, and he told me about the Illuminati and the Freemasons, and this was for me the first rabbit hole I jumped into. And on this day, I still don't know it, what to think about it. Um, during this journey, I also stumbled upon the Side Guys movies. Um, I know <laughs> the Bitcoin is not a big fan of it, but for me, it uh, opened my eyes. I also have. Uh, watch the, the de- debunked movies of side guys but mm-hmm. this was for me that I was start thinking okay um, is everything what what was told to me what I see in the news what I've learned on school is is that the, tr- the truth what, uh, mm-hmm. what has been told and, uh, and I mean the first side guys movie um, it, it gets a little sort of like a social socialist utopia after that. But the first Psychos movie, particularly the the parts and, and, and criticisms uh, um, and dissection of how central banking works, etc. Yeah. Forget for Peter something rather. What's his face? Um, I mean, he was absolutely spot on there, and I had the same experience as you. That definitely opened my eyes to how money was produced. And- yeah. Yeah, after I, after I watched the side guide movie, I really had a couple of days to cool it down. Like, hey, what the fuck have I just seen? And especially about the money and that it is in that it's um, about the Fed and the money printing, where it came from, and how it's been printed. And I was like, no, that can be that can be true. And so I start digging more and more, and yeah, and then you see a lot of shit come passing by about what's been told, and and on a moment you yeah, I started about uh, have doubts about everything with nine eleven in particular. Um, this attack caused many countries to go to war uh, because of this uh, false flag. I was sent to Afghanistan because of this attack. I saw two people killed, and yeah, for me, I, that was for me a really turning point because I was back. Okay, I've been in the military because of that. Um, so, did you feel like while you were there, or was that, or wasn't it until after you got back and, and, and got to reflect on it? Did you feel like you were somehow hoodwinked, um, like uh, tricked? Into, into being there did you feel that while you were there or wasn't was it afterwards that, uh, that you reflected on it that, that was afterwards yeah. yeah i could imagine once you allow yourself to to be critical of of something that you would have been very very loyal to obviously right all your all your comrades all your your colleagues and friends and your superiors and and whatever there's there's a real loyalty and camaraderie um 
there. So it must be quite difficult to even consider the fact that maybe it was all in vain. Did you find that? Did you find that troubling? Or, 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 or um... Um, so once in a while, I, I do have problems with it, um, but um, I try to reflect it with okay. I didn't know back then what I know now, and uh, what I did was from all the good with my heart. It was not like oh, I just want to go to, ar- to the army because I want to kill people or something. It was no, I would want to join the army because I want to help people and. So I try to reflect with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the army is not a, always a bad thing. I've always all, also seen really beautiful things. I've been in Norway with some great exercises in you know, cold weather training, mountain training. Uh, been in Poland, Germany, France. Uh, Are you France. talking about the ex Dutch colonies as well, Suriname and Curaçao and? Uh, I, I haven't been there in Curaçao. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, when I, I, I still do talk, uh, do talk to, yeah, they were colleagues, but they are friends now, and we we just made a special bond in these days. So, how did you when when you then got back? There must have been a, a big vacuum after being part of something where you are basically living and breathing. Um, being in the army, like when you were, what did you what did you get into once you got back? What was the next step for you? Um, was it difficult to make that transition back into life as a civilian? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, for for me, it was a relief. You were finally back home. You see your friends. Um, you don't have to walk with your gun anymore. You were, yeah, everything was easy going, but. Uh, friends and some family around me to say that I was changed. I, uh, when I was young, I was always the person with a big mouth. I was always the person who was in front on everything. And now I was really laid back and people worried about things. And I was like, oh, what do you say? There's nothing, nothing wrong here. So, uh, that changed my, me as a person, that I'm really laid back and easygoing and relaxed and not worrying about things so hard like back then. How did you? How did the, your creativity pe- pick back up again once you um, w- were back in in Holland? What's your <clears throat> What's your creative life been in in your sort of adult in your adult years? Mm. Yeah, when I got out of the army, I certainly had a lot more of time um, on my hands. I was able to work with Photoshop and Illustrator again. And I didn't want to follow a course to become a graphic designer or or something because there's plenty of information to be found on the internet. And I just followed tutorials after tutorial after tutorial. I tried everything and yeah... The more I was um, working with it, the better it goes. And yeah, after a time, I I was drawing, and mostly I was drawing about Dragon Balls, because yeah, Dragon Balls was the shit in my my youth. So 
and I always has had an inspiration to be more creative, but I never really had a subject to be uh, work with. And when Bitcoin uh, crosses my life, and yeah, it was like a magic made in heaven. I was I was made making images, um, some more like the artistic way, some more like uh, the memes. But I dropped some things on Reddit and people was reacting like, oh, where can I buy it? Uh, are you selling it? And after a while I was thinking, yeah, why not? Why Why am I not going to sell it? People are asking for it, so... Yeah, and then th- that's that's all the encouragement you kind of need to kind of keep making more stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I started to make a, a collection of prints that I want to sell through the website. And, but but after a while, I come to a technical part. I, I was I'm not familiar from of a, of like how do I how, how do I going to print it? Uh, where do I go to print it? Uh, how I'm going to ship it? And what kind of price should I ask for and so I made a dozen proof prints with um, some local um, print offices here in the neighborhood and picked one and yeah since then it's going pretty good so it seems like not only it seems like not only did Bitcoin sort of satisfy this uh, lifelong um ambition maybe to kind of try to impart some good on the world right so have a good cause to champion but also that it married up your your lifelong sort of passion of 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 creative output etc oh. so do you feel do you feel like bitcoin do you, was bitcoin obviously it's it's the subject of a lot of your creativity but it's it seems like it's also the driving force at the same time. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, sometimes in, in the last couple of weeks, I, I'm I'm also trying to more uh, going to the political way. But but for me, Bitcoin was the booster to set all the things up and really. Um, Yeah, really to try to make it my own. And so with, with um, and I'm sure we all know the difficulties, um, at times at least, in trying to explain the incredibleness of our Bitcoin discovery, right? It's, it's sometimes very hard to communicate and to put that across to people that we, um, that we know and love. A, did you have you found that it's been difficult for them to kind of understand what you're doing with Bitcoin? But also, do you has has your art at all worked as a way to get them more interested in Bitcoin in any way? Mm, it does. Some of my colleagues and friends, it does, because I've showed them what I do and what I made, and so we've got a subject to talk about and. But I can't convince the, the friends and the people around me to buy Bitcoin because of, um, yeah, they just see Bitcoin as an investment. 
they just think, okay, I'm now going to buy some and with a couple of years, I'm going to sell it so I have more money. Uh, I can convince them about the big problem, about fiat money and yeah, the things around that. They're just not open for it, I think. But hopefully you, you're able to provide them with, with, with those first touches that we have all had. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and it'll be the seed that is planted in their brain somehow for them to, uh, for it to sprout in their heads later on when they're, when, when they're ready for it. So what, are you, uh, what, what is your sort of ambition with, the, with, um, with your creativity and your work within Bitcoin? Obviously, you're, you're a family man, a dedicated family man. You love nature. You're spending lots of time with your, with, with your daughter, at least, maybe with your hodler, your toddler hodler, your hodler toddler. <laughs> hodler toddler. <laughs> <laughs> also, but you spend a lot of time in nature, whatever. What, what, is, your, what is your ambition for, for your creativity and your life in Bitcoin and 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 then maybe moving on what bitcoin will provide for, for for you and your family in the long in the long term yeah i'm not quite sure about it um i notice now that i can really lay my whole soul in making bitcoin prints and trying to move a bit to political things um, but i'm also pretty messy when i'm I have a tons of unfinished projects when I'm busy with something and I, and while I'm doing of making it and I got the other idea and then, Oh yeah, that's also a great idea. So help save, start a new project. And so I have so many unfinished projects uh, on the computer that needs to be released. But I hope to keep doing this for a long, long time, because it's not only trying to bring a message uh, by those prints, but it's also, it's a kind of relief for me. It's my moment. I'm going totally up in it and I just love, love to doing it. Mm. When I'm looking when I'm thinking about the longer, uh, longer moment, I'm I'm not sure. I hope to buy a uh, uh, own citadel. Uh, like I mentioned before, when I was 18, I just want to live in a big city. And the older I get, the much more uh, I want to be away from it. I just want to live somewhere in silence, in the nature, um, doing my own thing. Um, uh, yeah. Sovereign individual. Someone, I want to be someone like Badas. Do you know him? <laughs> Badas. <laughs> he, he's, um, he's, he's that annoying chap in his forest citadel somewhere. No, no. He's, he's awesome. But... <laughs> I really have a lot of respect for it, for someone who have achieved something like that. Because it's pretty hard to get out of the system. I've talked uh, before with my girlfriend, of course, from, hey, let's let's go uh, buy a house. 
Weg. Ik ben even aan het opnemen. Ja, weet ik. Oh, oké. Okay. Doe de deur even dicht, hoor. Sorry, hoor. Oké, okay, al niet daarin. Ja, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've talked with my girlfriend about uh, living on the other side of the Netherlands because for the same price you can buy a house in the middle of the forest. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want any neighbors. I want a driveway from, from a couple of hundred meters and only the forest around us. But... Uh, She don't dig it right now. She says, yeah, I'm going to miss my family. And what about the children? And we don't have enough money to, yeah, keep everything arranged. So, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're considerably younger than me. And, um, and, uh, and also, I mean, it, it does take... If you've if you've decided if you if you feel in your in your soul that it's what you want to do, it doesn't take a lot of bravery to do it. But if you're not quite there, and I can I can completely understand your 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 girlfriend because my wife was you know a suburban girl, born in a you know fairly large city in in England, lived all of her life in either sort of suburbia or metropolitan surroundings. And she didn't know what it would be like to live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, it is something that, unless you've tried it, or unless you know that it your personality suits that kind of life, um, it is. I, I understand why it's a bit scary. And also, the the kind of drawback is that I, as you, as your girlfriend has sort of correctly pointed out, is that you know I'm. Uh, thousands of kilometers away from from my family my dad is gravely ill at the moment and um, it would be very nice to to be able to be there uh much more regularly being able to support uh, for my for my son to see his grandparents every day um and all of these sort of things so i I, un- i understand but i also very much understand that the the drive in you to be sovereign and It makes sense with how you were growing up, you know, how you grew up. If you were ind- independent, um, that independence doesn't leave you. Yeah, I, I, I think she, she's open for it because she was um, on Discovery Channel about those families in Alaska who was living in, in the wilderness. And she loves it to see that. But on this moment, she's still afraid that she can't yeah i think she's afraid for the unknown i think mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe when the, when the children are a bit older you have another chair to be there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly when the children are a bit older and uh, mm-hmm. and bitcoin is a bit older and <laughs> yeah. um, providing a few more opportunities perhaps so mr crown You're doing lots of beautiful art. Um, you have a site called Twenty One Huddle, where you are where you are displaying and and selling your art. And obviously, um, you you are the featured Twenty um, One 
ism artist uh, uh, this uh, this block uh, for February. Yeah, t- talk talk a bit more about um, the works that you've been doing and the works that you're hoping to make um, going forward. Um, yeah. oh, it, it's a bit hard because sometimes you just want to make something because you want to uh, tell a story. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you just make something because it looks <laughs> it looks just awesome. Mm. Like um, the space trip that I made. It, it's not really a message in it. It's it's an astronaut. Um, yeah, what's really familiar in the Bitcoin scene is so going to the moon. But yeah, I think it just looks awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you uh, look at the Bitcoin truth money poster, it's more about bringing a message about uh, printing money and what the banks do with the money. So, yeah. Well, there are so many of your pieces that I absolutely love. And I just wonder, like, do, do you... Do you draw everything from scratch? Do you sort of like do a bit of a collage type vibe where you where you grab uh, different images and, and and sort of a collage collage it? Or do you yeah. have a different process each time? Yeah, I have a different process each time. Some prints are made with Photoshop, so I just use um, some images from internet and try to create something and some images that are just uh, been drawn with a graphic tablet mm-hmm. uh, like the puppet money um, yeah that's beautiful beautiful it, it's really easy but yeah that takes a lot of more time to create and the rabbit hole poster and um like I said, yeah, that's, I, another, I, I, that's ne- another great one. Yeah, I've never, like I said, I've never ever uh, went to school for it. So sometimes I just download uh, a file and open it up and like uh, going to check it out. How has this person made this and try to copy it and watch tutorials and just play around and play around. And yeah, slowly I'm getting there. Mm. No, I'm 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 uh, I'm forever amazed by because um, th- they're definitely skills that I don't have, um, and um, the the fact that you can marry up um, your your technical skills and your creative skills is um, is is super cool, and obviously it's something we are benefiting from because uh, you know we're all providing various elements of creativity um, to the site and and to the content that 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 uh, that we provide. But um, but but you are you have given us and continue to give us a, a, a beautiful framework that um, both requires technical skill and uh, and a, and a great eye. Yeah, thanks. What what people what people might not know is that um, um, quite often the banner images on each feature page is something that um, that you make up from scratch and um, and it's it's worth for people to kind of having a closer look at that um and you are a very humble guy so sometimes you won't even actually 
draw much attention to to it yourself, even with us. But I remember um, one that stands out in my mind was when um, BTC Clips or Bitcoin Clips, I think he he's called um, his uh, who was the video feature. Video video yeah, for December, and there was a little videotape graphic that you'd made with lots of little kind of Easter eggs thrown in um, that you didn't seem to shout about. For example, you had put in a, a QR code on the videotape that linked straight to his page. So all of this takes, obviously, a great amount of uh, work and skill, and um, it's got to be a lot of fun to do as well for you. Yeah, it, it really does. But uh, it's uh, sometimes all, all also really frustrating because I do everything on my laptop and most of the time I'm just sitting down on the couch with two children walking around. So when you try to make something and every five minutes children come to you, oh, can I do this? May I have this? And sometimes it's just frustrating. But when they are going to bed my girlfriend or is just watching a tv or reading a book or something and yeah, i'm just on the couch with the laptop on my, on my uh, in front of me yeah because that, that was something i wanted to ask you about because <clears throat> i know for everyone in in 21 ism and i'm sure um any sort of productive bitcoiner will be able to recognize this is that it's very difficult marrying up um a full-time job um with family life with a sort of side gig or a side business um that you also want to do significant work with so how do you um do you do you keep getting complaints from from your from your girlfriend do you uh does it how does it how does it work out and and do you find it a bit of a struggle to manage it all or is it is it working out well definitely I'm struggling with it because something. Sometimes I do have so many ideas what I want to uh, try out and and try to make, but I don't have the time. I just like you say, I have a forty hours job in a week. Um, the children, I love to go to do stuff with them, go biking in the woods, and I don't have enough time to put out more creativity. Um, my girlfriend knows, of course, what I'm doing. Um, and so once in a while, I just say to her, okay, I, can you give me a couple of hours so I just can go upstairs and do my thing? Uh, but it's not always... Uh, yeah, always enough. Yeah. For me, it's helped um, considerably that uh, my wife has uh, fallen deep, deep, deep into the rabbit hole as well in the last... 12 months i think because she was always trying to stay on the sideline uh one of us has to uh remain rational i think uh, her, her her line always was you know i don't want to get sucked in we don't want to have like an echo chamber at home i want to remain here you know voice of reason or at least being critical uh and um and so now that she is um deep into the sort of ph- philosophy side of, of of bitcoin and um political side of bitcoin as well it certainly makes it a lot easier so maybe you maybe you have some orange pilling to do yeah oh i definitely have to do i, I already know uh her next 
birthday present, so I hope she won't listen to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a tr- translation of uh, the Bitcoin standard in Dutch, uh, mm-hmm. and also persons who have uh, translated. So I'm going to give it to her. But I already see her change their minds about the politics with the whole COVID thing. And something is brewing there. So I think mm. it's a good moment to jump in. She, she's not understand Bitcoin on this moment. She often to tell me, yo, sell your Bitcoin so you can buy a new laptop. Uh, and I'm, I'm always, no, 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 I'm not going to sell my Bitcoin. It's not for that. Well, you have to sell some posters to buy a new laptop, not sell your Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I find that um, there's a real um, disparity between um, people who are in Bitcoin and people who aren't in terms of what – in terms of the lens people view the world through, Right. It's it's almost like if you have got orange glasses on, it sort of strips away a lot of the pretense and a lot of the um, presumptions, I suppose, and dogma of 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 what is happening in around the world. Why do you think that is? Is it just because we have? Is it just that we have discovered that there is one fundamental aspect of society and politics that? we've been lied to about this whole time is it just that we've discovered this we've started pulling in this one thread and now the whole jumper is kind of coming loose because we are questioning everything or 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 is it more that we are disagreeable as characters to begin with what do you think is the 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 the, um determining factor there yeah i think COVID um is a really good um opener to talk about Bitcoin and talk about money because in the COVID period, there is so many money have been printed, but no one seen, seen it back on, on the bank account. And and when I'm asked them, why should you still pay taxes when they just print some? Why are there still people living on the streets well, they, well, they just can print some. Why is there still poverty in uh, third world countries? Why are we still working with uh, coal centers to generate some energy? With all this money that has been printed, we've made the world so much better. And we can live a really good life with all this money that has been printed. And why has been never been done before done before and so when you so you talked about the money where it came from and also yeah why why is the money printed so you can jump on to bitcoin yeah there's just 21 million and and a bit in, in circulation in a couple of years so i think COVID is a really good eye over and also about the regulations about COVID and yeah, maybe becoming more skeptical of government. It's almost as if money printing actually doesn't solve anything. Yeah. 
isn't it? I mean, of course we knew that, but 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 as you say, that's that might be what the takeaway is. Non-Bitcoiners might might have. So to to round off, Mister Crown, um, where should obviously apart from your beautiful uh, feature page on twenty one ism dot com, um, lead people to your um, to your beautiful artwork. And also, you are criminally underfollowed on Twitter. Um, you share you share some of your art from your Twitter account. So so so, round us off with your 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 website handles and and anything else you might want to leave yeah. us with. Okay, just just check out twenty one hollow dot com and Twitter um, at uh, Mister Crown with five N's at the <laughs> Yeah, I'm always open to communicate with people and just follow me and send send, send a message. So I'm open with everything. Great. Mr. Crown, um, thank you for uh, the beauty you are blessing us with and um, people will um, soon hear about all the many uh, plans we... Uh, we've got going on this is only this is only the beginning for uh, 21ism and for and for your art i'm sure everyone mr crown Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Als je bitch wil chillen en ze belt mijn nummer Dan ga ik wel komen, want ik ben flexibel Nu ben ik in de club, nu sta ik voor de spiegel Ik kan niet voor je liegen, we willen wat verdienen Nou ik verhoge tempo, bezweten hoofd De grote ogen, ik ga lekker Ik heb mijn schoenen vies verslapen Niets knuffel, iets echt fuck je wekker Ik ben met Ronnie Flex, we roken weg Stellen stacks of sturen facturen En je ma is echt, ze haat van gek Haat van seks, nu wil ik er huren Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Alle tieners zeggen ja tegen MDMA Je meisje is een mot, staat seks met je pa geen blad voor mijn mond, maar recht voor mijn raap Ze zullen er niet zijn als het slecht met me gaat Hey bitch, schuif op, wij komen binnen met z'n allen Je moet zakken tot de grond alsof je moeder is gevallen Ik ken bitches zoals jij en ik vang ze elke keer Morgen weet je ze maar niks meer, dat maakt niet uit Want ik vind het wel goed zo Ik bel klein en ik zeg kom langs bro Misschien dat mijn liefde vroeg afloopt Je ruikt beat en seks als ik langsloop Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Als je bitch wil chillen is het geen probleem Dan ga ik erheen, ik kom niet alleen Want ik heb drank en drugs Ik heb drank en drugs Als je bitch wil chillen 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 Wil chillen Wil chillen Wil chillen Als je bitch wil chillen